Hello and welcome, folks, to episode 115 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six, and that fella over there... It's Andy, a.k.a. Axel Foley. (laughs) (laughs) That's run. (laughs) That is in uh, all the stuff we've just talked about before pressing record, and that's in no way (laughs) related... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like, a.k.a. Windows Reset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't talk to me about technical difficulties. PC re-imaging or something, I don't know. <laughs> no, the, the song came up on my drive home yesterday when I was thinking about what AKAs I was going to do uh, before um, technical difficulties. And I was like, oh, yeah, I could do that. That's great. Great song. Hopefully, hopefully not the Crazy Frog version. No, the original. Hobbs. Very good. Yeah. Must have been from some kind of random eighties TV and theme album. There's a guy out and about on YouTube somewhere who does eighties cover versions using. Gar- I think it's is it Garage Band on the iPhone yeah. with the keyboard and yeah. stuff. And he he just does it top down camera his iPhone on the table <laughs> and just builds the song. So starts by programming in the drum beat. And then he lets the drum beat go for a bit, and then he programs in the next bit and just layers it up and layers it up and layers it up. And Axel Foley is one of one of his biggest videos, doing the whole layering this song up. It's very impressive stuff. Although I like the Crazy Frog. Have we got a problem with the Crazy Frog? Great anthem of the what that be two thousands nineties no two thousands. Wasn't it from a television advert to begin with? It was a ringtone that you could buy for your phone. Oh, no, I'll tell you what I'm thinking of is a flat Eric. <laughs> that that was a <laughs> Levi's advert. Yeah, the, then became, the song came out, didn't it? With... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so once again, there we go. On your name, <laughs> at least three minutes of non dice masters related content just to start off your dice masters <laughs> podcast. But we're here, and we we we, we struggled to be here, but we are here. I was about to say, folks, you don't realise how lucky you are that an episode is actually happening this week because we have been plagued by technical difficulties. We have, but the the fine ship Ministry of Dice keeps going. I mean, we're appointed by the Queen. We've got to, you know. Stiff upper lip, soldier on through. <laughs> the blitz had, spirit and all that. <laughs> I had the beef eaters at my house restarting my computer and making it work again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're handy. They're very skilled. Yeah. Yeah, very skilled. I've got to decorate now because they've scratched all the walls with their pointed sticks. They're pikes. I the assume they're pikes. Pointed sticks. I need to, I need to Google that now. They might what? be a halberd. Does a beef eater carry? That's a restaurant train that's gone down here, wasn't it? Beef eater. I haven't been in one for literally years. It's gone the way of the little chef. Oh, it's massive. There are pages of stuff on beef eaters. I haven't got time. I will research and inform at another date. Thank you. But I will. I I look forward to it. Yeah. (laughs) So welcome, everybody. Yeah, here we are. 115. And <laughs> you went all all boysy then. Hundred and fifteen, cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got an, another 
another episode. I think we all deserve credit once again for preparing, not just us, but any content creator, really, for preparing content while we are still waiting. Where's my and, new cards? I know, yeah. The word is that docked and loaded on a truck are two different things, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Because there ain't no truck divers. That's the uh, that's the, that's the informal word I'm getting. <laughs> They're all chasing poor men around the deserts of America. <laughs> <laughs> that was a random film, wasn't it? That was random. <laughs> but we we are here nonetheless, still to hopefully entertain you for about an hour with Dice Masters related conversation ish <laughs> ish. It certainly hasn't been this far. But of course, before we do all that, um, i like to ask, what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded, my friend? Ooh, we've we've had a game. Oh yeah, what did we? Uh, what was my team? I don't remember it. It wasn't that great. I can't remember it. It wasn't that great, you can't remember it. Oh wait, did I win? Probably. I think I won. What did we play? Yeah. I can't remember. Did you put it on YouTube? Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> Check it out on YouTube for more details. So we played a game. It sounds like Chris won. I'd remember if I'd have won. Because I'm like that. Uh, check it out on the YouTube. Hang on. I got my team here. What was oh, it? Oh, Riddler. Rerolly. Rerolly stuff. Uh, what was, was I playing? The, that was the, Did we play last week? Did we play last week? What was the date last week? Mate, no, no, we didn't. No, nah, that's why I can't bloody remember it. It was, with him <laughs> flipping it was the week well before. Played. Well, there you go. We we had a game with dragons. I was I was playing the dragons. Was I playing the dragons? Maybe no. Oh, flip. Was it? Oh. <laughs> it wasn't a great couple of weeks. Um, yeah, it was the dragons. It was the dragons. Uh, I like the dragons. Dragons are good. Dragons should have won. I think I was a bit annoyed because I did stuff. Oh, the you dragons. Kept forgetting I kept forgetting. Half dragon pingy. So ping. a half dragon does a damage if I've filled another dragon uh, that I forgot. And the blue dragon makes something happen with action dice. I can use an action dice or something. Anyway, eh, it's a good team. I just never remember all the fiddly widdly bits. Uh, right. So, uh, yeah. That was, yeah, it was close. I was, it was yeah. I was on the verge of dying when I when I got you. But them's thems is why you practice and you concentrate. Other than that, I've not really done much board gaming related. It's been a rather busy last couple of weeks. However, 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 if you have a PlayStation and you have Play PlayStation Plus, which means you get a couple of games free every uh, every month, then do check out Deep Rock Galactic. Deep Rock Galactic. You are a team of space mining dwarfs or dwarfs mining in space. I'm already loving it. Or dwarfs in space that are miners. And the premise is it's uh, like a first person. So you walk around as a first person shooter, I suppose, because you do shoot things. But basically you work for Deep Rock Galactic, which is a uh, deep space mining company uh, and you are the dwarfs that do the mining and the company doesn't care if you live or die uh, but they would like some return on <laughs> on your work so you get dropped on a planet or asteroid or 
thing uh, and then you have to search and mine the materials that they're looking for there's different things like you have to we did one where you have to set up a kind of a mining track to to take the ore out of something or other so yeah you miners and then alien beasties also come and try and disrupt you and kill you and you've got different guns etc to try and kill them off whilst trying to mine for the ore or whatever it's called uh the whole kind of map is destructible so you can literally just destroy everything uh you, you've got different classes of dwarves you've got a scout which is a light armored like faster one you've got the gunner with a big gun you've got a driller who just can drill through everything and an engineer that can build platforms to get you out of the holes you've just made massive <laughs> and can't get out of yeah really good fun like a bit of, bit of a battlefield vibe that has battlefield has like different troop classes and stuff yeah and uh, it's good to so use four of you like, or you can play up to four people uh we've been playing we, i've been playing with javier and rob uh, and running around mining different things killing aliens and being um, space dwarfs. And one of the best things, if you press one of the buttons, it goes rock and stone repeatedly <laughs> over and over and over again. Great game. Free at the moment. So if you do see it, do get it. Or if you see it out and about and it's cheap, worth picking up. Great fun. The little things in life. Rock and stone. Rock and stone. Okay. So that, that's Very good. That's it really for me. All right, well, uh, on my side of things, on the Dice Busters front, um, yeah, so my team was Danny Moonstar, Doom Lance, and Riddler. That was my win condition. Always always a solid play. Three-card combo with a total purchase cost of 12. Um, I've tried it before, actually, uh, a couple of times, and it's never worked, so I was quite pleased that I actually managed to get the combo off for once, which was refreshing. Uh, and that combo, I should explain it. So the Riddler does your opponent damage when they re-roll dice. Doomlance, you select a character, die, and that's the only one that can attack, but then all the opposing characters have to block it. And then Danny Moonstar says, uh, when she's blocked, the blocker must be re-rolled, and if they land on character face, then they're fine, but if they land on energy side, they go to the use pal, and the enemy takes a ping of damage. So the plan is obviously to get Riddler out, get Danny Moonstar out, fire off the Doomlance targeting Danny Moonstar, make all your opponent's characters block her, she'll force the re-roll, take your pings from the Riddler, and then anything that doesn't re-roll gets dropped into use, and you take pings for that. Uh, and I think I pretty did like a pretty decent one hit for about 14 or 15, didn't I? You did, yeah, it was brutal when it kicked off, especially when I had a team on the off the side trying to build up dragons, two of the dragons utility ones for discount yeah so i was looking to fill my field which worked very much to your plan it absolutely did yeah because i I like my opponents have lots of characters when i'm playing a team of that nature um so yeah very pleased that the combo went off but i also made mistakes i had static field and i had poison ivy red that is deadly and takes no damage from non-villains which I really should have bought up early doors to keep your dragons more at bay. Yeah. So um, that's just the way that goes. But still a fun game, uh, fun watch. Uh, go and check it out on the YouTubes. And, of course, if you're interested in joining us, we, we play it on either a Wednesday or a Thursday night, depending on what we've got going on in our personal lives. 
um, for about an hour, hour and a half, just a game, sometimes two, over on twitch.tv forward slash the ministry. Of, uh, no, mod extra. Mod extra. Twitch.tv forward slash mod extra. Um, so keep an eye out on our socials and whatnot to know when we go live and things. We do. We uh, also so do other stuff on the Twitch, don't we? Uh, we do, yes. So uh, we need to get that date booked in, actually. We've been talking about it for ages, about uh, Fighting Fantasy Fridays. We do. Fighting we Fantasies. Like, oh, yeah. We like, we like doing fantasy, Fighting Fantasy book playthroughs. It's a lot of fun, that one. That's a longer stream. Yeah. Um, but if you, if you, like us, grew up on them, they were your kind of gateway into this you know, fantasy gaming world, then uh, you should come along. They're a good laugh. Um, we get a great crowd in the chat. Yeah, it's just good fun. Cool. So what, yeah, check what more could you want? Out the socials for the date for that. It's Death Trap Dungeon, the next one. And we definitely need to set a date for that soon and get that done because that is quite fun. Yes. Yeah, we will do. Then uh, that's that's about it uh, on Dice Master's side. Uh, not a lot going on on the YouTube. I've got. I've been making lots of videos. I have videos up to my armpits. Up to uh, your armpits? Indeed. I've got lots of videos going on. But I have not, and I'm holding off. I cannot and should not release them yet. And then you, know, you and folks can read into that what you will. Well, you don't need to read into it. You know why I'm holding them back. But I did, however, put another Mod Rocks tune out. The latest single. Yeah. Oh, amazing. How exciting. Yes. We'll make loads of money off of that one. <laughs> Somebody will make loads of money off that one. <laughs> yeah, I got copyright claimed. Yeah. Well, you know what? So uh, I said this to Jordo, actually, over IM. Uh, that's Jordo over at DM North, folks. Uh, I said that they don't normally, w- when I record the song, rather than obviously using the original or a karaoke version or something for when I do my little parody songs, they don't pick it up. This one they picked up instantly. I hadn't even finished uploading. I'd not even clicked post, and I had a claim <laughs> warning. But this is because it's the it's the big old mouse. It's Disney this time. <laughs> Yeah, don't go messy. They'll they'll catch you. Uh, But I took it as a compliment. I was flattered because it meant that obviously the uh, playing of the guitar part and the singing of the melody of the song that I've used for my parody must have been accurate enough that they were able to identify it as theirs. There you go. First time. (laughs) Which also doesn't happen either. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, just a little bit of fun. Even though uh, I've got videos sort of waiting in the wings to go out, and they'll probably start appearing more into February now. I, I put a little something out because I was uh, just a funny little idea, and hopefully you will find it funny. And then on the non dice masters front, I haven't done a lot of playing, but there's been some there's been some new tabletop games creep into the into Bit Roller Six Towers. No way. Yeah, so uh, I got a gift called Star Wars Selfish. Which is looks looks random. I don't know where I've I'd never seen it before, but it looks really kind of interesting. It's a card game, um, and it's all about kind of tricking and conning your opponent into letting you get away with things. So uh, that should be fun. I'm sure that'll go down well with the Mini Mister Six. He likes to have a strop when things doesn't go his way. Um, so keep your ears out for I'll give that a play and, and report back. And then a European board game company called Board and Dice sent me two games for free. Isn't that nice? That's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, so uh, I actually reviewed a game of theirs on the Mod Extra Games and Collectibles channel. That's uh, Mod Extra Games and Collectibles on YouTube, folks. Nice. 
Yeah, thanks. Uh, this is where I drop all my my uh, nerd adjacent, uh, my dice masters adjacent nerdy stuff. So my action figures, my trading card collections, my comic book collections, and my family gaming board games that I play with the family. Uh, and they, even though it didn't get very many views, they obviously liked what I did because they sent me a couple of games for free. So they sent me a book called The Book of Rituals, which is it describes it on the back like an escape room in a book. So you download an app. And there's puzzles that you have to solve that will give you the key to get to the next section. But you have to solve the puzzles using the app. I've not, I've not sat down and engaged with it fully. I've just read the description, but seems interesting. And of course, solo play games, other than family games, I'm into solitaire games. Uh, and then the other one they sent me looks massive. It's called Origin First Builder, which is all like a resource management thing. Which has a solo play variant on it as well. So you have to crack them open, get those reviewed, put them on the YouTube channel. I most certainly will do. Yeah. So if that if that sounds of interest to y'all, then um, you'll want to be subscribing to uh, our breakaway. I don't know what you call it. Operation Sister Channel. Sister uh, Channel. Is, I like that. Which is mod extra games and collectibles. As I say, which is where our other tabletopy stuff goes and whatnot. Um, so yeah, there you go. There's me, me non Dice Masters gaming side. Although obviously not actually played any of them yet, just kind of read the boxes and flipped through the rule books and and just looked at them and admired them and the components and pieces and whatnot. <laughs> I had a look at the pictures on the Star Wars book, uh, the Star Wars uh, selfish one. The artwork's quite cartoony and fun. Cool. And there we go. Yeah, that's that's me. I bought a new car. How does it drive? Yeah. <laughs> so he's saying that, folks, because I bought a new car and I've been unable to collect, take collection of it yet because there's a problem with some paperwork, which is all entirely my fault. If you tried the bookshelf, <laughs> I did check the bookshelf. <laughs> well, even even if I found the paperwork, it's still got the old house's information on it. So there's, there's still yet more more trouble to get through yet on that. But um, I've been spending time. You know, going over, going around car lots and test driving things and eyeing things up. I lost my driving license recently, and I went online and just ordered another one, and they renewed it at the same time. It was fourteen quid, which I thought was pretty good. And then I found my old driving license. Oh, that's a pain. So this whole situation now, you can get the replace. So the paperwork I need replacing, I can get the replacement paperwork by filling a form out online. But to change the address, you've then got to send the actual copy into the DVLA to change the address, and then they send you a new one with a new address. So I've had to pay to replace the paperwork with the old address on it through the online service. But then when it comes, I'm going to have to send it straight back to them with like a little section filled out on the back. That is that's that is classic, classic British. <laughs> <laughs> public service red tape administration at its finest clearly the driving and vehicle licensing agency is not as efficient as the queen's dice ministry <laughs> <laughs> uh right should we tell the folks what we've got coming up in this episode then shall we let's do it okay well so we are going to just jump into a community focus do a quick reminder and a quick refresher about some of the upcoming online events if you're a regular listener you'll have heard us mention it uh last week so give you a poke and a and a, and a little nudge if you're planning on registering to get those numbers up for those folks then we are continuing our little series that we kicked off last episode around getting excited 
perhaps prematurely, who knows, uh, over the Dark Phoenix Saga release by examining the spoilers and combos and ideas around that. And today we're going to be talking about the ones we think that people are going to be rushing towards, the ones we think people are going to play first. And then finally, I alluded to this last episode, I'm halfway through writing an article about whether reprinted game text is a good or a bad thing. And I've not finished the article, so we're going to steal it and cross-purpose it over into the podcast, and Andy and I are going to have a little bit of a discussion about whether it is a good thing, repeated reprinted game text, uh, and hopefully start a bit of a conversation with you, our dear, dear listener. And with all that said and done, should that should be done. a nice full episode, yeah. 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 So, should we crack on with it? Community focus. This is London calling. Here is the news. Right, okay then, folks. It's community focus time. And as I mentioned in the intro there, it's a quick reminder about some of the online tournaments that are just around the corner so let's go to breath weapon x first shall we should we just do it in chronological order let's chronologic it out mate yeah so uh the lads over at breath weapon x are holding their breath weapon uh, bwx fest 3 on the 29th of january this is a single uh, one day event obviously the number of rounds etc etc will be determined by the number of participants it is kicking off at, um, well, checking at 5.30 UK time with uh, the first round starting at 6 UK time. And they are playing Dice Masters XL in this event, which, if you're not familiar, our man Jimmy, Jimmy O'Brien, the product manager over at WizKids, uh, came on this very podcast and talked about this being his favorite format. And it's where you expand the team building limit. So you can have 10 characters or action cards instead of eight. You can have three basic actions instead of two and 30 life instead of 20 and you draw more, draw and roll more dice, I think. Or maybe that's that's something that the lads over at Breath Weapon X have added. Yeah. I'm not sure what was the format as described originally and what tinkering they may have done with it, but the information can be found on breathweaponx.wordpress.com forward slash bwx-fest.3. Forward slash Ministry of Dice. Oh, I was about to actually give them a legit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'll make sure the link is in the show notes down below. Uh, definitely worth getting involved, especially if you struggle to commit the time uh, during the week because it's a weekend event. And uh, go and have a look at the prize list. They've got some lovely little prizes. Um, some stuff has caught my eye. Uh, I'm probably not going to be free that day, actually. Oh, dear. Yeah, I'm trying to... I'm trying to orchestrate a situation where we might get done the the kind of family commitment that we've made and get back nah. <laughs> so that I could, I could do both. But we'll see. We'll see. So, uh, yeah, Rob, I'm, uh, I'll be a last-minute last registration, if at all, I'm sorry to report. When is it? The 29th. Uh, Saturday, the 29th of Jan. I'm washing my hair, sorry. Okay. <laughs> they, always, they always seem to put these things in on your bath day i know right i mean he only has one a month folks i know consideration around that yeah yeah (laughs) so that's breath weapon x fest three and then the other online tournament that's kicking off in the coming weeks is the dm north two team takedown Uh, this is starting on february the 7th monday february the 7th although 
quick note, folks, because in last episode I said Monday, February the 7th. However, the registration and team submission deadline is the 4th of February. And it's not, an all, it's not a one-dayer, is it? No, it's not. So the two-team takedown concept, the abbreviated version, again, I'll direct you to uh, dm-north.com. And you can click the two-team takedown link on the homepage there to get the finer detail. But the abbreviated version is that you create two different teams. These teams cannot have duplicate characters, so you can't use the same, you know, like your your clay face wrestlers on both, for example. You can have different clay faces, but not the same clay face. And then you play a a long best-of-three match. I think they've put it 90-minute time limit in, um, but don't quote me on that. And you play the two teams out. You know, so best of best of three out of a battle of those two teams that you both brought. Um, but you don't play it all in one day. Uh, at the outset of the week, the pairings are announced, and then you have a seven-day time period in which to organize your match with your opponent that particular week. Um, so you organize the game at your leisure uh, once the pairings are announced on the Monday, and then just report your results by the Sunday night, ready for the next pairings to come out the following. So you can go for a good four or five or six weeks, you know, depending on how many people sign up. Yeah, it's cool that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's uh, the the two team takedown has been around. The uh, CR game room guys sort of spearheaded this idea, so it's been around for a while. Yes, well, exactly. They're not really very present in the Dice Masters community anymore, but DM North have picked up the baton and continued to run ahead with the two team takedown. So uh, that, that's a, a really fun one. It's a great way of getting to know folks from around and about in the community. So I'd highly recommend it. From all over the world. Mm. You still speak then, to Journey? Yes, I do, yeah. How is he? Yeah, he's all right, yeah. Busy. Is he? Yeah. I mean, they're still very active. They're just not very active with Dice Masters. So there's a lot of uh, retro gaming content. That's what Ingle do. Oh, yeah, I watched that. He's got his own channel. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and Journey does a lot of... Uh, he's been playing Halo most recently. That so. new Halo game. Yes, yeah. Uh, mainstream yeah. video game and streamers, I see. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then finally, just a, a little side note, I just wanted to welcome David C. on Discord to the community. David C. has been organising little monthly get-togethers online that he's been calling the Dueling Grounds. Ooh! Yeah, these, are, again, are taking place on Saturday, tend to be little three or four round events. He advertises them through the win, uh, and then also posts information on the Discord channel within the Dice Masters Online Discord server. Uh, and these are just little kind of casual fun, again, usually with a format that David has selected before the outset. So... Yeah, like keep an eye out for name. that. The Dueling, Dueling Grounds, Grounds is good, very isn't it? Cool. Yeah, yeah. God, I wish I'd thought of that. Yeah, so um, if you're, again, looking for kind of regular monthly setup. And actually, incidentally, the Double Double and Dice Dice Social will have happened by the time this episode comes out as well. I think this is Saturday coming up for us as we're recording, but Saturday just gone as you're listening, folks. So loads of opportunity to play online and with us people getting back in stores. Amazing. I don't know what to tell you. Why aren't you playing Dice Masters every minute of the day, folks? Exactly. Play more. Yeah. And that's it. That's my community focus done. That's all the stuff I had on my list to announce. That's a big old list, isn't it? Yeah, well, there's a lot going on. And hopefully more yet to come as, as new products start to arrive and stores start getting interested again. Hells yeah. Dueling grounds. 
Amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I'll, I'll wrap that up there. But if, you, if you've got anything you'd like us to announce in the community focus, please do not hesitate to get in touch. Yeah, 100%. Doesn't have to be Dice Master related. Do you have a birthday coming up? Would you like to have some birthday wishes <laughs> from the minute MOD? If you do, then do drop us a line. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Steve's emailed. I better, I better email him back. Yeah. Marriage <laughs> announcements. Obituaries. We're here for you. Yeah, just not any ads. Don't send us any ads. We'll tell you when you can put an ad on. Uh, we take ads if we get paid. Uh, okay, yeah, we'll take ads if you want to pay, or you let us write the ad for you. And pay. <laughs> 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 well, you can, you can have the bronze service where you pay and we just do your ad, or you can have the platinum service where you can pay and we'll write the ad for you. <laughs> like that. For more information... Visit uh, MOD Inc. <laughs> right, let's get on with the proper stuff, shall we? <laughs> okay, welcome back then, folks. And whether it's premature or not, we can't help but get excited about the scent of new products in the air, the potential for <laughs> You like that one, do you? I can smell it. Oh, is that you sn- sniffing the air for the it scent is. of the what new product? I think it was. Me laughing. I thought... I thought you were laughing at it, yeah? Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> Smelling um, the new cards. But we can, yeah, that, that, the, fr- the, the scent of a freshly broken draft pack. It does have a smell as well, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, definitely. Oof. Oof. Oof, that smell. Anyway, um, so whether premature or not, we can't help but get excited. And so we are continuing our little series of generating some buzz. Folks, Jimmy, WizKids, please, it better land soon. Otherwise, we'll have... I mean, we put we put the Master Mold spoiler out 18 months ago now. <laughs> so we've been generating a lot of excitement for a long time. You know what I'm saying? We're over halfway um, through January. Where's my new cards? Where's my cards? The shipping crisis is keeping my cards from me. So what we've done for this installment is we've taken a look over the cards. And I said, Andy, the challenge, I said, you come up with five cards out of those spoilers. Bearing in mind, we've only seen, I think, in total, 88, maybe 90 cards in total. So there's still a good 64 cards that we've not seen yet. So bear in mind, we're only talking about like, you know, what's that? Two thirds of the set. Mm. Not well, not even, not even that. We've taken a look and I set Andy the challenge of what, what five cards do you think people are going to rush to play? What are the ones that appear to be the, you know, the, the hot take cards to jump in on and build a team around straight away? What are people going to be put as soon as their sets are cracked open? What are they going to be making teams with? And I made a list of five and Andy's made a list of five and we're going to see how close we are in terms of synergy on this and then talk about why we think they might be the ones very interesting yes so how should we do this do you want to go one at a time or both do our total list of five and then chat them out one at a time it's nice one at a time yeah <laughs> variation of voices keeps the conversation flowing i like it okay then well would you like to kick us off then with your fifth choice oh i've i haven't really done it in that order but I could do, right, well, do a choice. Do you want to give me one of your five then? I can, <laughs> Do you certainly. want to start us off with one of your five? I can certainly do that. Uh, now, I went on to uh, BritRoller6.com, uh, clicked on the unreleased set spoilers button at the top of the webpage where I could scroll down and see all the released cards uh, mm. so far. 
Uh, and I kind of went for the top down. So that's why I said I don't really put it in order because it's very much in alphabetical. Kind of, uh, yeah, alphabetical <laughs> order. Uh, however, the first one that caught my eye that I think that we people will stretch to. And it's quite interesting because I, I can't visualize how something plays into the player. I can get an idea of something that might be good. But it's not until you get it kind of on the table, playing a few times, if you can work out if it's going to be any good or not. And it's usually that first game. If it if it works, then it's in. If it's not, then I probably will never play it again. However, this one <laughs> caught my eye. Uh, and it's something that I think will be, be people will be drawn towards. It's a basic action. It's a nice cheapy at two. Uh, it's called Lab Test. Uh, and uh, it's pretty straightforward. It's only three lines of text. I have to admit, I didn't read some of the cards as I st- scanned through them because there's too much to read. Uh, uh, but this says, continuous. <laughs> you may send this die to your use pile to re-roll one of the character dice in your reserve pool. Now think about how many times you whiff that necessary roll, that one that you need, the one that you want that would finish the game off. So I thought that this could be something like, I, I it drew my attention of something for two costs that I could buy early doors. Uh, if it gets energy, then happy days. You can you know stretch for something a bit bigger. If you get the action, you slip it into the field. You can almost forget about it until that second whiff comes. Uh, then you can chuck it to used, try again. Increases yeah. your, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Your percentage uh, chance. It, sure, you, yeah. By uh, uh, 2.735%. Is that so? Nope. <laughs> really? <laughs> Gives you another roll, though. Sometimes what you need is another roll. So that's what drew my attention. Very good. Yeah, don't, interesting. Don't know if it'll be good or not, but it certainly is it's something that drew me towards it because everyone must have had it when you rolled that dice a second time. And it's like, if I'd have got that, if I'd have got that. Yeah, and you're like, oh, come on. Um, yeah. So, so that was incidentally one of our um, spoilers that we revealed for the Dice Masters versus Cancer this year, part of the fundraising effort. Great, great card, great, great event. I said at the time on the video that lab test. At first, you might dismiss it, but then pausing to think about it, you're like, "Well, there's something more there, something more there." But is that one? Is that one you think people will rush to make their teams out of? Or is it one that's just caught your eye? Is that more of a pick of a weeky one that you've done there? I think with its with its cost, I think people will reach for it. Whether it's any good or not will depend if it stays on people's teams. But I can imagine it, certainly if you're just playing within set, it's one that people could try out. The car, I mean, the, the, there's a lot of reprints on there of stuff that we know works or we know just you know we we know and don't care about but yeah yeah i think so i think that's something that people go oh let me try it i want to put that on there and then it's very quickly either going to come a bit of a staple or it's going to get dismissed yeah 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 sure but interesting an insurance policy if you will if you will yeah and i will Uh Okay, very good. Well, uh, I'll give you my next one on this. Uh, so uh, just as FYI, lab test is not on my list. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I had quite a specific set of criteria actually, that I used to make my decisions around this. Uh, and the first for me is Gambit. I like Solitaire. Uh, and Gambit is a five-cost mask with the X-Men affiliation. And he reads, when fielded, if you have fielded no other character dice this turn, re-roll all opposing character dice. Move any that roll on energy phase to their use pile. 
you may not field any more character dice this turn. Yeah, I just, I mean, we all know, we've all been there. We've all been on the receiving end of, of re-roll stuff, but that is re-roll all opposing character dice. And I think people will build a team out of it. It's an uncommon. So one of the things I've thought about is, well, the rarities, is that, are we going to see more teams built around the easier to obtain rarities? But also, I just, I just think that the potential for devastation with making your opponent re-roll all their cards. And you know what? I'll take the penalty of not, not being able to field another character that turn or whatever, you know, because you're, you're obviously going to save that until you're in a position to maximize the opportunity of making your opponent re-roll all this stuff. In fact, if they've got four characters and they re-roll them and one or two of them goes, ends up going to used, I'll take it. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially if it's part of a combo setup. Yeah, absolutely. So I just think uh, it's an uncommon. Everyone loves rolling dice. We're here to roll dice, so why wouldn't you play with a card that makes people roll dice? I think it's got that do-or-die removal element, uh, and there's lots of fun stuff you can combo with that. So, yeah, Gambit. I like Solitaire. Nice. Gambit is not on my list. Ooh. Hey, we might end up with a full list of ten, two, two different sets of five. Could well do, mate. Could well do. Next on your list, then, please, sir. Next on my list is the Bishop Tortured Timeline. Oh, is this the one that can't be spun down? It is indeed. Posing effects can't cause Bishop to be re-rolled or cause you to spin a Bishop die up or down. He's forecast, he's a X-Men, he's a shield. He's one two five one three six two five six. Yeah. A well known dice, but in a different colour. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I can see why you picked this one. Definitely caught my eye. Yeah, I think before Infinity Gauntlet, you'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but since you got the uh, the Spider-Man and the uh, Doris. Black Black Widow. Widow. That's Pit the one. Patrol. Doctor Strange. And there's more coming in this Dark Phoenix that does Spin Downy stuff as well. And Spin Downy is so... So brutal uh, when yeah. you know, there's very little defense against it. Uh, to have a pretty solid statted defender forecasts not too much of a stretch. His stats do kind of justify the cost, I think. Uh, have him sat there very much like the uh, the old bishop that did a similar thing. He, yeah, what, he, what he, he was direct damage. He prevented yeah. direct damage, yeah, that one, whereas this one's more about having a blocker, making sure you've always got a blocker, isn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah, at the time, direct damage was definitely a thing. Uh, and oh, yeah. at the moment, spinning down and re-rolling, you know, Becky Lynch, for a start, is very much a thing. So it is very much a meta-defensive piece that I think will we'll definitely get, uh, you know, reached for. He's a common as well, so he's, he's going to be in. You, you're, uh, you'd be very unlucky not to get him in your desktop display case thing yes yeah absolutely no i I can't uh, no point of disagreement there i think it well i suppose it'll just depend Uh, i mean certainly in a competitive meta you'll be weighing up whether you need something like that because your beckys your spider-man public menaces your um that mystique in this set you know all your spin down shenanigans yeah is so much so prevalent that you need something that can just sit rock solid and be a blocker for you all the time but then even an assessment of your local matter. How often are people spamming these types of cards? Yeah, I think it's a great choice. Is he on your list? 
He is not on my list. Ooh. Next one of yours, then. Next one of mine is Dark Phoenix Malevolence. So this is the common Dark Phoenix. A seven-cost bolt with the villain affiliation. She reads Dark Phoenix. Oh, my word. I'm getting old. Dark Phoenix. Oh, my word. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly what's printed on the text. It says, Dark Phoenix costs one less to purchase if your opponent has an X-Men affiliated character on their team. When fielded, KO target character die. If it's an X-Men character die, deal your opponent four damage. But but the reason I think people are going to rush to be building teams using this card is, of course, because of the global, which is payable, and KO one of your character dice. Your next purchase dice this turn costs two less to a minimum of one. So I've chosen this one because it's the common, and I think it's the one that people are going to get that will give people access to that global the most quickly. I think in a very X Men heavy meta, the game text isn't the worst in the world to have as a pivot. If you yeah. if she's there for the global, but you want something, you know, if you're expecting to be facing new X Men character cards from the new set, and let's not forget you, you know, you. There's still going to be hopes around. There's still going to be jubilees around. Blah 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 blah. Um, but yeah, I've, I reckon people are going to rush straight to trying to use that. Not trying to use that global for ramp. They are going to be using that global. For yeah, ramp. it's a great global, uh, and I think we spoke about it last week. That would have been on my list, but we did speak about it last week. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, well, we'll not dwell on it then. If you want to hear more conversation on that subject, uh, go check out episode one fourteen. So next one, please. Hokika the Koki. Now, I'll do something a little bit different for this one. I have got a character with two versions, both of which think are good. I couldn't decide between the both, so I left them both in. Now, we've got Colossus Piotra. We kind of know what that does. If you don't, then, you know, AVX is the the pinnacle for it. Basically, it's the AVX Colossus, but cheaper. Uh, and he is, let me read it to you if you case you don't know, which is whilst Colossus is active at the end of your turn, each one of your level two or three character dice deals your opponent damage, two damage, sorry, and uh, not two damage per Colossus dice. So basically every character that you've got, which is level two or three, deals your opponent two damage. That's a lot of damage. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And uh, this card is on my list i bet it is however <laughs> there is another version of colossus yeah this one the other one's good when i had to read through i was like well will people go for that colossus or will they think that this is better as as, as a defensive piece it's banging uh, which is while colossus is active the first time one of your character dice would take damage each turn you may have colossus that's a lot of writing without a comma um, the first time one of your character dice would take damage each turn, you may have Colossus take that damage instead. Burst face instead prevent that damage, and he's burst face on two and three. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've noticed that one before as well. The, you know, the control player that I am. Uh, absolutely. Clock that. So it's only the first time per turn. I'm just guessing it's the first instance of damage and not the first instance of damage per character because that would be far too crazy. Would I be right in assuming it's the first instance of damage to a character? Well, yeah. I mean, you could read it both ways, although I agree with you. I think it'd be too much to say that absolute first time any character <laughs> takes damage, but uh, I'm sure there'll be somebody who tries to interpret it the more powerful way, but the rule is to go for the least powerful option, isn't it? 
Yeah. So with a defense of four, five, and seven, uh, if he's on his level four, then he's going to be able to prevent up to three damage without getting knocked out. On level two and three, meh, do as much as you want. It doesn't matter. It just it does prevents it all. Yeah. So, I mean, when you think to... about it thematically, he's just like jumping in the way, isn't he, and just being uh, a big old steel steel guy. So the, the question is, well, that defense, those, those pretty immense defensive capabilities outweigh the uh, the players out there who may want to have a go at this ridiculous win con, which can abs- absolutely 100% decimate you very, very quickly. Uh, it's a hard choice. I would say, if I was to put one on my list, I think Piotra with the win con has to just eke it because it is so strong. But yeah. um, uh, certainly it, it was... It's, and annoying when there's like crap. Like, what's the one where you f- we filled it and then you lose a life? There's one in there I read. I can't remember. It's when Phil did lose a life. Why do you even want that? Why have you even made that card? Why didn't you put this text on that card? Then we could have had both Colossus and both or both versions. Well, that's that's the point. In order to give you tough decisions, the whole fielding to lose a life is well, presumably. I don't. I can't remember who the character is, but. Is presumably you're getting good value stats, so there's a penalty, but that's debatable nonetheless. Uh, yeah, I think the distinction is going back to the Colossus is that the Colossus Piotr, you you build the team around him. He is the win condition. You put Colossus on, you copy him with Hope, Pluripotent, Echopraxia, so that you get a double shot at it. You then look at some nice solid camp in the field control. You know, you go for a Drax. You have the rare Drax from Infinity Gauntlet that, yeah. that lo- locks out character purchases and fielding. You go for, I don't know, a Lilandra from this set or a Jean Grey for a bit of global and action hate. You know, just people who can just sit staunch and camp in the field, spin them up with a Power Almighty from Justice or get Zatanna on your team so they spin up as soon as you field them and then sit back and go, eh, five characters, that's 10 damage. <laughs> <laughs> Your go. Mental, <laughs> it? Yeah, do you know what? So you build a team around him, and he's definitely on my list. And when, uh, talking about my criteria, I was like, people are going to rush to the thing that lets them win games because we're, th- we're thirsty. The community is that, you know, people, it's the shiny, it's the big, it's the ooh, killer stuff, isn't it? Which will be demonstrated more by my uh, next choice on the list as well. Whereas the uh, common, uh, the uncommon, sorry, uh, organic steel, could just you know you've got a team you've built it you've got seven cards what might be a nice fit oh well, this 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 in this character is pretty important so I'll throw Colossus on to be their bodyguard you know and it yeah. could fit in a range of stuff so I think what we'll find is the people people will rush to making teams out of the rare and I think it will be competitive I think that's a fair shout all the way but I think the uncommon might creep in as a bit of a kind of Ronin esque. You know, one size fits all yeah, damage preventer. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, excellent choices, my man. Thank you. So, I'm three into my list now because you've done Colossus. So, I'm yeah. going to jump to my fourth. And the fourth I've gone for is Master Mold and List Sentinels. Ooh. Yeah, I'm just utterly convinced that if you're lucky enough to pull this super rare, you're making teams out of it. People are. You know, it, it is as I mentioned before. It's been re- it was revealed an awful long time ago. It was one of the very first that went out there. Uh, it's a six cost shield with a villain affiliation. When fielded, 
When Master Mold attacks, or when Master Mold is KO'd, place a Sentinel token with five attack and five defense into the field zone. And his stats are one five five two six six and 388. Now, at the time, there was a bit of debate about, well, does he trigger off all of them? Yes, he does. So, in theory, a single Master Mold purchase that you then you know, churn through your bag, when you field it, you get a five 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 Sentinel token. You then attack with it, get a brand new five five Sentinel token. And then in the global window of your attack step, KO it with a Dark Phoenix Global or a Nile or Global and get a third Sentinel and have it sitting in your prep area ready to go the following turn. Ouch. Yeah. It's just grossly sticky. And I think uh, the fact that it's a super rare may minimize the fact that it's how often it hits the table, but I just firmly believe that the Aggie spiky spikes who love a good beat stick out there are going to rush to this one like moths to lights. 100% it is super duper strong. Unbelievable. It's, yeah, it's it's mental. Yeah. It's the Becky Lynch. Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, you could, over two turns, you could have managed to accrue yourself six. Well, more than that, actually, because that's it. So you field it, get one. Attack with it, get one. Let's say you sit tight with the one that you've attacked with and it hypothetically gets blocked. So your Master Mold comes back. Then Nihilor globally in your opponent's turn is what you would do. Yeah. Get it into the prep area, get another token, refill it, get a fourth one, attack again, get a fifth one. So five, yeah, and you could just rinse and repeat that all game long. Well, KO-wise, there's no reason why you can't use the uh, Dark Phoenix global in your opponent's turn, and then you've got that. Uh, yeah, is the game text just once per turn, is it? Yeah, you can you can build... You could always build whenever you wanted. So as long as it runs through that same vein, then you're, uh, yeah, crikey O'Reilly. Yeah. So you could have, by the end of, by the start of your next turn, once after fielding him, you could have five Sentinels out and be refilled in your Master Hold again. Uh, and because these Sentinels are tokens, they cannot be spun down and they cannot be re-rolled. Yeah, Absolutely. So they've already got that defense against what we've already described as two of the uh, the heavy metas. That whole thing about Bishop. Yeah. They'll do the same as him, but three of them <laughs> at 5-5 five, five for just doing some stuff in a turn. Yeah. And that whole thing, like when your tokens, if they get intimidated out or whatever and they disappear, and of course, because they're not a dice, you're not getting opportunities to re-roll them. Who, who cares with your Master Mold? I'll just... It's- well, I'll just attack again and get yeah, a new one. I mean, it's not often that you can hit off three intimidates per turn, for sure. Yeah, you know, usually yeah. it's like one intimidate. You know, by fielding the intimidate character, that that will get rid of a token. So it is pretty useful against things like Godcatcher. But I mean, yeah, Godcatcher's I- what one a turn from one dice. This is basically three a turn, and you can spam it back to do it again the next turn. Yeah, the timing's a bit iffy with Master Mold because your third one from the attack obviously can't then be used in the attack itself. Uh, sorry, your second and third one. So the one from the attack and the one from the KO can't yeah. contribute to that attack step there and then. So those are then for your next turn. So there's a bit of, uh, a bit of patience. But I suppose if you're just watching a field, <laughs> just fill up with five, five sensible tokens. Yeah, whatever. I'll wait. Sure. What have you got? Uh, I'm quite looking forward to seeing the third-party Sentinel tokens that come out. Bet they'll be cool. Oh, what, you planning on spinning him down with your Spider-Man? Well, uh, with my Emma Frost, I will uh, spin in, ask you to re-roll that 
before you get a chance to kill Mama Smoke. Do you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, yeah. I think I think the Aggie spikes are just going to... You know yeah. what I mean? It's going to be a loved one, yeah, because spinning down is very much seems to be the removal of a lot of these cards. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just that whole thing I just said about Bishop, but better, a lot better mental. Absolutely. Not not on your list though, I presume. No, again, it was on the list uh, on the before the shortlist, but uh, yeah, I thought that um, we've we've spoken about it before, so I went for something a bit different. Fair enough. Yeah, cool. Okay, uh, so your number four now, then please. Four. My number four is okay. Uh, it's Mystique. She walks among us. It's something that you pointed my attention to. I think last week, uh, which or it might even be the week before. Team Watch. But yeah. she is a villain and a Brotherhood of Evil. Brotherhood. Yeah. Boom. Spin target opposing character die to an energy face of your opponent's choice. Three cost, team watch. If you've got a villain's team, or I think there's plenty of Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, but it doesn't even need to be Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. You can put it on a, a pretty strong like modern team because you know villains are across Marvel yeah. and DC. Um, yeah. Get a few cheapy ones. Imagine that with your bloody Beetlehead. What's his name? Blue Black Bolt. Bolt. <laughs> Black Jimmy Manta. Eddie. That's it. <laughs> uh, in that Black Manta team, when things are getting knocked out and fielded all the time, she's going to be doing the business. Um, yeah. As, uh, as yeah. far as like a gold team goes, that's just... <laughs> it could be super super strong. It is one 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 zero one one two one one Wonky fielding stats. Uh, again wonky well just weird doesn't it it's, surely it should be zero one two but no they put the zero in the middle for and giggles oops for giggles uh-uh. uh but yeah very very cool i couldn't imagine that being something that people stretch for especially if building inset with brotherhood of evil mutants or indeed building some single affiliation villain teams that would be really strong with uh with some of them yeah well i just think it's going to end up being super competitive i think brotherhood teams will be strong because of cards like her but you're right i think if you've got a bit of villain synergy you can chuck her on and you know yeah 100 percent. In, in an instant if you if you're a good bad manager or whatever in an instant you could be spinning out one two three characters a turn yeah those kree captains and kree soldiers that you can spam a load of that's mental yeah i was thinking about the swarming kang from Infinity Gauntlet, you know the the Asuka Kang combo, yes, where he uh, ends up being a one cost. Yeah, so get Asuka out, then obviously then get your Mystique out, and then just buy your Kangs for for one. And he's 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 just got a swarm. He's a three cost swarmer, so you're buying him for one. But the stat line is then what's attractive because he's one four two one five two two five five. So, yeah, just swarm a load of Kangs and then remove a spin down a ton of characters, but then you've got a load of muscle to back it up. Yeah. I think she's strong with the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants affiliation, but it's given her the villain affiliation as a well. villain, yeah. Has made it mental. I'm surprised that this Master Mold one doesn't have field a token because then that would have been horrific. So here's the thing I've been looking at is the radicalization basic action. Class, uh, momentary Dream of Six Tangent, if you'll allow me. Yeah. Um, so the radicalization's got a global on it where you can pay a shield and give a character X-Men or Brotherhood of Evil Mutants affiliation. And now I was looking at it for that Dark Phoenix 
to make the character you're killing an X-Men to make sure you do the four damage. Yeah. But I was also looking at it because you could give Mystique X-Men. You could. Or you could give whatever's being fielded Brotherhood of Evil Mutants to do admittedly well, Mystique yeah, that, and X-Men. I don't think me. I don't think that works. I don't think I don't think because you can't give an affiliation to a die until it's in the field. I think there's a whole rules lorry janky thing about that. Ignore what I just said then. Yeah. I mean, I'm not 100% on that, but I'm pretty sure there's a janky thing. But you could give that Mystique X-Men, and then the world's your oyster. Then, you know, villains and X-Men and Brotherhood, any card in the set, if you've got that radicalization global, becomes a potential spin-down remover. (sighs) Barmy. Crazy. But, yeah, cool. Very cool. I reckon that that's something that people will clock onto and grab that. It's a super rare, though. Boo. Yeah, so that's something uh, I know we've mentioned it before. Definitely a, a pain point is a lot of these great cards are super rares in this set. I mean, we were talking about Jubilee last episode, super rare. Master Mold, I've just mentioned, super rare. <laughs> you know what I mean? This Mystique you've just mentioned, super rare, which is a little annoying. I see an eBay bid coming soon. <laughs> and the card I'm about to mention for my number five is a super rare. Ah, uh. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to dwell on it a great deal though, because we have talked about it before. Uh, can you guess? Let's see if you can guess. Uh, it's not the angel, is it? No. Obviously, it's Lilandra Majestrix. Ah, oh, Lilandra Majestrix, spoiled by the Ministry of Dice. Yeah, five cost shield, Shi'ar affiliation, and she reads: While Lilandra is active. Your opponent must pay two life to use an action die or a global ability. And she's one three three, one three five, and one five six. Jinzo. But is it gonna be strong? Who knows? Well, yeah, but I I just think again, just the same way as I think the spikes are gonna rush to the master mold, and we'll see loads of people trying to build teams and try and make master mold the competitive Billy Big Balls team. The control players and the combo players I think are going to rush to Lilandra. Do you know what I mean? I think that the gold rush around those two cards will be the two different player types trying to make a competitive team to affect the meta, um, which is why I've picked Lilandra. Now, I'm not going to dwell on it because we did. Uh, Jimmy brought it along uh, to reveal when he guested on the podcast, and we've talked about it several times. It is super high, crazy control. It's very oppressive because it's control that hurts your opponent too, which strikes that balance then between control, but then also allowing you to take steps towards winning the game but yeah that, that was the reason for my choice and the reason why i think people will rush towards lilandra is because while all the spikes are trying to make master mold a thing <laughs> all the control players are going to try and make lilandra a thing yeah I'll, I'll be i'll be really interested i i don't know obviously jinzo's got his own legend uh to him uh i just mm. wonder in the modern meta will it be as strong i've got a feeling she probably will be uh but certainly without pxg being spammed left right and center she may still be doing the damage, but I'm not sure if she'd be as as, as oppressive as he was uh, when everyone was uh, just spamming globals to ramp. And that was the whole part of their strategy and buying purchase order and everything else. So, uh, yeah, interesting to find out. I th- yeah, I think people are just... I think people are smart. If you take stock of how many times you're using it, like if you rewatch one of the videos and see how many times you're using the global, there's at least one a turn going on. Oh, yeah, absolutely. However... PXG, you you would do between, like two, three 
and it would be your whole kind of you, you if you'd worked out kind of your purchase order it would be taken into account doing two or three pxgs which means that if you're not doing them then it was puts you all out so you would be more inclined to take the hit to get to that i mean back in the days with like your, your green goliath and your whatever mm. else but it's um it's still super strong yeah um you know time will tell of course but i think people are going to tr- in in that first wave of playing around with the cards i think she's going to be high in people's lists yeah bloody super rare don't it another super rare yeah it's another 50 quid on ebay <laughs> i'm simply turn up on ebay <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That Thor very rarely comes around from Infinity War. Your fifth and final choice, please, fifth my friend. Final choice. So this is one that caught my eye. Um, I'm guessing it's going to catch other people's eye. It is, especially with just talking about Lilandra and the use of action dice, uh, is uh, Psylocke Telepath, two-cost mask, uh, X-Men yep. affiliation. Um, stats are 0120221333. And it's when fielded, target character dice gets overcrush. So it's very, very, very similar to Hulk Out. Two cost gives overcrush. Doesn't give the buff. But on the same respect, it's not an action dice. So you're not going to end up getting penalized by Lalandra for using it. Uh, you field it, so you get a extra body in the field. It's not bad stats for a two cost with, you know, one, two, 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 three, three. And the fielding cost is minimal. And yeah, I liked it because it was basically Hulk Out, but in actual character form. Uh, um, uh, rare Mary Jane from Amazing Spider-Man used to do it. She used to. Yes, uh, yes, exactly. Well, she wasn't just Spider-Man though. She, she was anyone, anyone, or something anyone. to do with a fist character. I can't remember, but she definitely gave over Crush. She did, uh, and yeah, nice and cheap, and would turn anything. So, so often cards have got you know will turn something you know a affiliation or a energy type or some kind of relation to the character uh, overcrash, but this is just a, a, a bog standard two cost early purchase filled it out there. Something else in the field's going to get overcrush. Bish, bash, bosh, have it. I yeah. Like it. And, uh, unlike things like the, there's a Mr. Sinister global, of course, that the awards overcrush for three, I think uh, without looking it up, uh, cost of three, uh, this one is entirely in your control. You're not giving it up to your opponent. You know, it's not like anger issues or a global yeah. that you're handing your opponent the opportunity exactly. to use. Yeah. And then, of course, with the Dark Phoenix Global, you can KO her and get a Do discount again. and get her ready to go next turn. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, exactly. So you can go get your discount towards your big beat stick that you're going to give over Crush to. Yeah, solid. Your, your Master Mold, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Give yeah. overcrush to one of your five five tokens that you can't re-roll <laughs> or spin down and have at it. So yeah, I, I I don't I guess in people will see it as well as me. Admit, my initial thought was this is Hulk out, but in character form, with benefits of the fact that you, you, your opponent can't pick it up. Uh, it's still nice and cheap. It's nice and reusable. You're not you know pay you know there's no global to you know constantly pay for. Once you pay that two cost, it's that fielding of zero zero one. And then you can rinse and repeat. It's uh, it's cool. Yeah, mass character as well. Lots of things going on that yeah. you know, can take advantage of mass characters. Super utility. Um, yeah. There's a Magneto, actually, uh, if I just have a quick look. Yeah, Magneto Idealist. He's the common. Six cost mask. When one of your mass character dice is KO'd, put a loyalty counter on this on Magneto card. And he's got the uh, villainous pats. 
global on his card as well. And his stats are one four four two five seven three six eight. So you could get him out, fire off your Psylocke to give him overcrush, then KO with Dark Phoenix, and he'll get a plus one plus one loyalty counter as well. Cool. There does seem to be quite a lot of synergy in this set, flicking through the different cards and trying to pick some out. That there seems to be quite a lot of, of synergy and working together and being able to bounce off each other more so much than I've seen before. Uh, it's it, oh, it looks like it's mate. well crafted. I've got plans and plans and plans. Just you wait yeah, until yeah. we start streaming some games when this set comes out. <laughs> You'll not know what's going on. You'll be like, what are you doing? And I say, well, I'm using that global, playing that card, playing that card, uh, <laughs> using this basic action. Uh, they've all got more than five lines of text, but uh, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, it seems super solid. Like the uh, Some of the text are very good. I am defo looking forward to... Uh, to giving this a good try yeah yeah so there we go just one repeat then just one repeat the colossus yeah uh the other the other four cards on each of our lists were uh, our own independent choices uh but please do let us know uh you know all the places to find us drop a comment on our facebook page go into our discord if you've not joined our discord we've got a server that the link to that will be in the show notes come and share your thoughts in there tweet me insta me email us whatever you know but uh, are you more in line with andy's list are you more in line with my list or is there a card that we've not talked about that you think is going to be the gold rush card for the dark phoenix saga release please do let us know and to reiterate as andy said um there everything that's been revealed so far officially is available on britroller6.com if you go to the unreleased set spoilers section of the website which is in the title bar right should we uh we've been on that one for a long time so should we get the the next segment rolling Rolling, 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 rolling. What? Okay, welcome back then, folks. And just a little short kind of discussion topic here to finish off the episode. Uh, I mentioned it in the intro. We're talking about the idea of reprinted game text. In fact, it's been on my mind for a while because, as I mentioned earlier, and I mentioned in last episode because I'm just a big repeater, man, uh, I started writing an article for the post on this. Are reprinted game texts a good thing or a bad thing i've had some thoughts as, uh, on, on kind of both sides of the coin here but i just thought it'd be interesting to put it out there into the community get get a bit of debate discussion going get your take on it andy what what are the pros and cons of reprinting game text you know even even in today's episode we've talked about you referenced the dark phoenix saga global as bued we talked about colossus piota which is a reprint game text we talked about little landra which is a reprint game text we talked about psylocke which is basically barry jane again Last week you talked about Gladiator. He's got the uh, Doom Caliber Night Global on him. Jubilee. A... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and this is obviously why I was thinking about it. I don't know. I'm a bit concerned whether there's a stagnant level of creativity on the designer side. I think, that, again, that there's pros and cons. Um, I think uh, a major kind of contributing pro to it is that we have well, we, we play a game where the, the cards from a few years ago are no longer available so you know it's not like chess where you you have the same thing you know you get a chess set now you get a chess set 10 years ago they've all got mm. bishops you know knights etc um so people who you know start playing the game a year or so, you know a year ago they're probably never have got their hands on, you know, or be hard pushed to put their hands on a 
a Jinzo trap destroyer or sure. a, a human torch. Um, yeah. because you know, you can't walk down to the shop and buy them anymore. Uh, yeah. you're not vacuum packed, sealed and, and new in the box where WizKids will make money for it. Uh, you might be able to get it like a secondhand one, but then, you know, the company who makes the cards aren't making any money off of that. So yeah, for people who want to get their hands on these, these cards, I think it's a, a, a good idea, you know, to play with these, you know, these abilities that they've heard about with actual products. So for example, you know, exactly Jinzo, get that Lalandra on the field, you know, see how that plays out, um, get the Jubilee field things and ping damage and, and, and play around with these actions that, that they wouldn't be able to without, without them reprinting them on different cards. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very reasonable point in the pros column. Of course, rotation, which is somewhat connected to this, I suppose. Um, is the the purpose of rotation even though we look at it as a way of controlling the meta as kind of lifers in the game is actually at its heart about making it more accessible for new players just to be able to be competitive and so that's in the same that's the same ballpark isn't it that now so those competitive game texts of your if they rotate out and they become you know they're not being printed anymore they're hard to get their hands on all this kind of stuff just means that the newer players still get an opportunity so yeah i can see that in the Which... pro column on the on the flip side is incredibly irritating when two of the ones I've just spoken about, Human Torch, Jubilee, Jinzo, Lalandra, are bloody super rares. Yeah. And they're power cards. You know, the yeah. game the game texts that are being reprinted are if you went back and looked at WKO regional and national team list, you'd see these cards all over the place. In you know in in the past, and so it's interesting that the the card texts that are being reprinted are some of the most competitive card texts, which I think is annoying. Yeah, I mean that's that's in the con list for me. Uh, so that that's actually where my head went to when when I started writing the article. It was a bit of a whinge piece because I was going, well, we're just doomed to be for it to feel repetitive. And when something creative does come along, it just sort of sinks. It disappears and sinks because the fundamental competitive ways of winning are, are remaining the same all the time uh, and will remain the same. Do you know, do you get, did I articulate that? Yeah. So it, it, the, I think the word you use at the start kind of stagnate, uh, you know, it's, it's very samey. Yeah. Repetitive. Yeah. I, I was just like, Oh God, well now I'm just, I'm going to be building teams all the time to deal with bloody, you know, the same stuff over and over again. And the solutions I'll look for, will be the same solutions because the answers are being reprinted as well. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And and with a, a game where you are having new product being released and an old product you know, not being reprinted, as in the whole set, that's the whole point, is that it is constantly changing and flowing and upgrading and different. Uh, so, yeah, I get that point as well. Like, yeah. The whole point of it being a, like a living game that's ever-changing is that it changes. Yes. Yeah, um, so there, there was something of some of those spoilers where I was just a bit frustrated, like, oh, but where's the, where's the thing? You know, when when Jimmy's been on a couple of times, he's mentioned that we've been experimenting with alternative win conditions, and I'm like that's great, but you know that those are likely not going to see the light of day until uh, well, it's Fantastic Four and Secret Wars that these are being played around with. But he said off the record to us, it depends on how they play test. So, 
even then we might not ever see them. And I, I just worry that, like the the creative stuff, um, the interest, you know, everyone's going to be still building the same type types of teams. Now you could argue, I suppose, that that's because the fundamentals of the game don't change. You either beat your opponent up or you zap them to death. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> it's, yeah. it's superheroes duking it out. Um, but yeah, uh, that that was definitely where my head was at. I was like, oh, this is a bit repetitive. I mean, I'm excited to see Jinzo back because it was a great control card. It was the type of card that appeals to my con- control style of play. But then am I, am I just going to basically build the same team that I used to build with Jinzo? Which was, you know, Jinzo, Colossus, Piotr, Rasputin. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? And I'm not actually building anything new. I just think I am because it's on a, it's got a new card picture. Yeah, I mean, for, as a counter and as, as a, a pro, the, these cards were released five years ago? Eight years ago, AVX. Eight, it's not eight years ago, six years ago. Is it? Jordo messaged me and said, we're only two years away from the 10-year anniversary. Hold up. They've got, the, they've got the dates on the cards. Let me get me AVX. Oh, my God, it's tiny. 2014, eight years ago. A counterbalance to that, 2014, those cards were first released as a set that was a, you know, a one hit, one print in. They've been rotated out since 2017. Yeah. So that's what, you know, four years, you know, that's a significant amount of time in the short lived world of you know, collectible car games. So, you know, again, it's, it is the same, but it's, it's not been competitively used for four years. Hasn't been available to buy for eight years. (laughs) You know, maybe uh, a few reprints, you know, aren't the end of the world. No, absolutely. And I I am very much looking at it from the perspective of someone who has been playing the game since, you know, the first starter set I bought was Uncanny X-Men. You know what I mean? So I've been, been around since the early days and one would hope that if this year is the big 2022 year of dice masters that we hope it'll be although i'm not i'm not convinced it will be there's still the reporting shipping crisis problems until 2023 on reuters at the minute but um but if if it is an opportunity to attract new players and we know this stuff is fun and competitive and can have teams built around it then it's the safe but strong foot forward, isn't it? It and is. That, and that lifers like me will be the minority, not the majority. And the fact that it's repetitive to me doesn't matter in the big picture. No. And they were obviously intending for this to have been released, what, a year ago, if not longer? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think, I mean, it, I think it, it works even better with the gap, to be fair, because you are getting stuff that, you know, played around with before you've not played with it for even longer now um mm. but yeah I, 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 as a whole i'm for it yeah i'm I'm still somewhat divided i i still want uh i want newer stuff you know i was very excited with infinity gone when we saw new mechanics like the spin down uh, loyalty tokens a bit experience do you know what i mean is yeah <laughs> it's um and, and we've seen stuff little peaks of stuff in kryptonite crisis um and then you know the, the Jimmy's teased things like alternative win conditions. With I mean, on re- on the record, on the podcast, he mentioned about the the Fantastic Four combo that will win you the game that they're playing around with. But we've seen 
some interesting stuff brewing in the Kryptonite Crisis set, which has also made me go, yeah. Historically, it's been the D&D sets, thinking about it now, that have come up with the more kind of outlandish, fresh stuff. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair comment. Um, I think that's, uh, you know. You know, the, the, you know, the Attune, the Polymorph, the Fabricates, the... Yeah. the that will do for now for a list of examples. <laughs> um, like, And I wonder if there's one eking on the horizon that will you know, be a little bit more risky, a little bit more fresher and try out some different things. And maybe, you know, if it works then, then that gets filtered into the, the, the Marvel, you know, the big IP cards. I don't know. I'm guessing, but, um, I know when the, the, you know, the D and D ones come around, you've always got some proper, you know, fresh ideas. Will they work? Some of them definitely do work. Tune, for example, although I know it was around before, but that's really when it got brought to the fore. Um, Uh, all it you know be a bit experienced and not really be that important uh you know but they do try it out it's a shame i'm hankering for one of those dnd ones not particularly like the ip although there's nothing against it uh but um they've always got a nice feel to their uh to the text and the uh the kind of synergy and abilities yeah 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 well for now we've got what we've got <laughs> <laughs> and we should be thankful for that absolutely and when it appears this month yeah. Uh, well, there we are. And then, folks, in the interest of the time, I'll wrap that up there. But it was just an, a thought I had, and then I didn't kind of finish the article. And I thought, oh, I wonder what Andy's take on this is. And I'd like to know what your take is on it, too. So please mm-hmm. do get in touch and let me know uh, where you sit with this idea of reprinted or functionally reprinted. You know, it's not always a direct reprint, is it? Sometimes it's kind of in the ballpark or the same kind of intent, but not quite the same. Um, let us know. I'd be interested to hear from you. Um, I think, the, as Andy says, there is pros and cons. There's no right or wrong in this, but it was just something that was you know, rattling around in my head. Every time I looked at the Dark Phoenix cards, I was like, ooh, that Lelandra. And I'm, like, I'm talking about the reprint again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm looking at the reprints again. And there probably is stuff like, like loyalty tokens, like the founder keyword, that maybe I should focus more of my time on. All right, cool. Uh, On to the outro, I think, now then, isn't it? It is indeed. Hmm? Well, there we are then, folks. I'm chuckling because of something Andy's just said in in between recording. There we are then, folks, as all things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording it. And we did. (laughs) Yes, we did. We Uh, did. I don't think there's a lot to, uh, it's already a long episode, I don't think there's a lot to cover in the outro, just don't forget about all the doobry what's-its and thingamajiggy-gup-bobs that we've got going on, uh, the YouTube channel, the Twitch, you know, the the socials and whatnot, come join our Discord, blah, 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 I'll put a link in the in the show notes so you can get it all collated in one place and then pick and choose what what's best for you. Indeed, one after the other, <laughs> after clicking on our affiliate links. <laughs> Yeah, make sure you do that. Yeah, any UK folk, if you if you're making your Dark Phoenix Saga pre-orders right now, remember Ministry of Dice. We're a Zatu Games affiliate. Make sure you click on that affiliate link. Use the link. Absolutely, mom. Uh, so yeah, that's it. I've run out of steam. I haven't got anything else to. If you've got any ideas on what we can fill the next podcast in, then do let us know. We are running out of ideas content desperately and need your help. So do let us know how we can entertain you about Dice Masters next episode. In our defence, 
the the big chunk of stuff that we we like the the massive ideas list that we made we've we've got to 150 in episodes before we've really started to struggle which i think is pretty damn good it's pretty solid um yeah, yeah. we have uh we've got a few things in the bag well yeah i mean we can regurgitate surely well, well we have yeah and as soon as we get the thumbs up from whiskey's marketing we've got yeah, you know, I can get those videos out, and then we can talk about the stuff that's in the videos. You know what I mean? It's just this is always a good sign, though. When we are really desperate and out of content, something suddenly appears. Done it. Don't just yeah. wait for it. We've finished, so, finished recording, so there will be a Wiz Kids <laughs> announcement probably two days ago as you listen, which we will not speak about because we don't know yet. Or we'll be no, horribly trying to it normally, meet up. It normally happens right on top of when we record. So I would estimate that something interesting is going to happen around. Monday the twenty fourth. Monday the twenty fourth. There you go. I would estimate. There's Professor Trelawney there from a divination class right there, <laughs> Harry Potter fans. <laughs> Let's see what happens because the last time we were really like, oh man, we're out we run out of things to cover. Something happened. <laughs> yeah. Here's this random play at home OP kit thing. Oh cool. Hey, that came out of nowhere. That'll give us something to talk about for an episode. I know. I know, yeah. Um, or, you know, competitive tournament announcement. Oh, great, right, let's line up someone to cover that. <laughs> There's a segment. You know what I mean? All right, okay. Well, uh, folks, I've been True Mr. Six. I've been Andy, and I've been a cider drinker. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you in two weeks, folks. I drink it all the time. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. <laughs> that Nash Bridges one still comes up on on my YouTube analytics reports all the time, and they listen. They literally listen to about fifty seconds and then dro- <laughs> and then drop out when they realise he's got nothing to do with with Nash Bridges. Bizarrely <laughs> enough, though, we don't get that for the ones where we reference like movies at Mod Extra. No, no, for some reason, Nash Bridges is Nash Bridges is uh, one of our best performing search terms on. <laughs> Maybe we should do a mod extra on Nash Bridges. Yeah, maybe.